disclaimer. The following podcast contains material and language of a strong sexual nature that may not be suitable for minors. While not in every episode, this podcast may contain triggering subject matter that may be brought up without warning. Any information or advice given is for entertainment purposes only. We are not doctors. Please consult your physician with any medical questions or before making any decisions regarding your health. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome everyone to the inaugural edition of In the Sack with Seth and Sarah. My name is Seth. Sarah, say hello. Hello. And we're so glad you joined us here today for this, hopefully, as a sort of a wonderful journey. Joining us in the sack, actually. Yes, actually, it's in the sack. And what we hope this first show to be is an introduction to us, what we're about, and, well, sex in general. So we'll start with some brief introductions of who we are. Uh, My name is Seth. I am a single man. Hello, ladies. Uh, (laughs) Rapidly approaching my 40s in a town that shall remain nameless. And the reason I wanted to do this show and be a part of this show was to get rid of some of the really dirty misnomers about sex and relationships and things like that that I feel need to be discussed. Nothing is going to be off limits here. We're going to talk about everything, comfortable or not. Everything. Yes. And uh, some ba- more background on me. I am an EMT. I do work in the medical field. Although, I, like I said in the, in the show notes and in the disclaimer, not a doctor. So my ex- expertise is limited in some respects. And joining me on this journey, the uh, abbot of my Costello, the little of my hearty, is my dear friend, Sarah. Hello. Sarah, take it away. Give us your bio. Uh, hello. So I am Sarah. Um, I am not quite approaching my 40s yet. Not that I'm willing to admit. Anyway, um, I am not single, but I am also a healthcare professional, a nurse, actually. Um, I am not a doctor, (laughs) again. Um, So as we're doing this, as we're talking about things, we may say things that are not 100% accurate. So they're accurate as we know them or as we've experienced them. Um, So we're always like happy for feedback, but don't be a dick. Yes. And we figured what better way to introduce ourselves than an introduction to our sex lives and our first episode, our first time. Yes. So Sarah, let's start with you. Let's talk about the introduction to sex. Did you and your parents have the talk? You mean like um like the birds and the bees? Yes. Like the the talk? Yes. Uh in quotations. Yes, um, of course. No, actually my parents did not. It was, um, I think by the time I was of the appropriate age to have the talk, I already knew about sex. Not that they knew, um, but it was never broached. So by the time I was in my late teens and was sexually active and my parents were aware that I was sexually uh, active, the talk was kind of <laughs> at that point it was a moot uh, point. redundant. Exactly. Uh, so I think the most my parents ever said to me about sex in general was, um, it's not required for a boy to like you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, that is true. So where did you learn about sex and things sex like? Was it because we're, we're Internet children. We grew up in the age the Internet became a thing. Was it the Internet? Mm-hmm. Was it the schoolyard? What was it? 
um, primarily the internet. So kind of pre-internet days, it was a lot of things talked about between friends. Um, it was discussions had, um, you know, like, oh, hey, my mom has these magazines or like, hey, look what I found. And we would go through those things and we would look at them and we would talk to them and we would look at each other and be like, well, like, I don't have boobs. Like, what is this? Um, like, there's hair down there. What's going on there? And then the internet came <laughs> and this whole world opened and online role playing became a thing. Um, I'm an avid role player. I love to role play um, tabletop and online uh, written format as well. So that was kind of my big, I guess, introduction to sex was uh, online role playing. So you really didn't have the talk. I didn't have the talk either. I wanted to labor under the illusion that my parents had sex once and that was ever it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my parents but, were um, not the type of people to close the door. Oh. <laughs> so were sex topics other than the talk? Did you guys talk about sex in the house growing up? N no, no, not at all. It was just like, oh, God, they're doing it. Like, <laughs> we'll just go over here now. So at what point, if any, for you, did the opposite sex stop being gross? Um, I was young. Like, I was very young. Uh, I don't remember a time where boys were like, ew. Or girls, for that matter. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I have no recollection of ever. That stereotype that Hollywood fed us of, ooh, girls are gross. And I never had that. I was always right. super into girls. <laughs> Well, now I know, like, I had friends mm -hmm. uh, all through junior high who were like, ooh, boys. And I'm like, no, like, ooh, boys. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you would say that at a very early age, you were sexually awakened. Did you know what those feelings were? Did you know, like, you wanted to bang little Billy? Or was it like, what oh, is this? 100%. I mean, like, I didn't, like, there was no finesse. I mean, there was no, like, um, I can't think of how to describe it. Uh, there was no, it wasn't intricate. Like it wasn't developed, but no, absolutely. Like, I, 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 I knew say, what the drive was. Yeah. I, I could say that I never really wanted to sleep with my like elementary school classmates, but I knew that there was something that I really wanted other than to hold their hand. You know, oh, I, I, well, often, I mean, no, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't act on that at that age. But I, I didn't know what it was. I was like, there's something about that girl. I, I don't know what it is. But Well, and I know that um, it's a subject that we have talked about wanting to do in future episodes. So I'm not going to get into it too much mm -hmm. here. Um, but sexual abuse is mm -hmm. in my background. So I had that going on as well. So my experiences and what I had happening are, of course, going to be very different from somebody who didn't have that background. Okay. If that makes sense. It, it does. People that are sexually abused, and we will get on that in a future episode, like you said, they definitely have a different perception of sexual attraction. And it, it's well, unfortunate and, for them. And the age of sexual awakening. Absolutely. I mean, being taught what it is. And, you know, I was taught about sex, like sex, sex. Far earlier than I should have been. Now, so was ever... I thinking about sleeping with other kids on the playground? No. <laughs> like I knew what sex was. I mm. knew that, you know, P 
penis and vagina. Um, and then as I, I think probably by the time I was in junior high, yeah, I would 100%. I was like, I want in. Or okay. I guess more That's like, That's about I want the time in. I, yeah. It's about how I felt. I really, really had to turn an actual sex drive. I'd say probably about fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, like 11, 12. Yeah. So did you ever feel strange or different growing up based on how you perceive sex as opposed to other people? 100%. Like I said, I had friends who were still very like, ooh, boys. So for us, you know, we'd go to the mall and I'd be looking at these guys and I'd be like, oh my gosh, look at this guy. And my friends would look and they'd be like, oh my gosh, look at this chapstick. And I'm like, fuck chapstick. (laughs) Like... Chapstick, we're at the mall, like, me. we're going to, we're young and hot, like, let's do this. And and they wanted nothing of it. So then I felt like a freak. And yeah. sometimes I got treated like a freak or a whore because, oh, you know, fun. that becomes, yeah. <laughs> there will be no because, slut you know, shaming on this podcast. I will tell you that much. No, zero <laughs> slut shaming. We are not slut shamers. So we talked, we touched about it earlier very briefly, but do you think that Hollywood painted the proper picture for sexual relationships for you? Because I think they missed the mark completely. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I think that Hollywood does um, everybody a disservice. And I think that they're getting better. I think that there's uh, a lot of pushback now with trying to create a more realistic view of sex and sexuality um, as, as our kids are growing or as kids are growing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think it's very, uh, it's awful. Like, it's just, it's really gross. Like, I will watch some <laughs> of the shows that we grew up on in the 80s and be like, how is that okay? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Did... Like, um, what was that one? Milk Money? Yes. Where the little boy's like, going okay. by the hooker. Yeah. Like, okay. Now, 100 nothing wrong with hookers. No. Okay. Love me some hookers. But I can't think of any but, hooker that would allow children to look at them naked. I mean, like, you know, I hate to say this, but reputable hooker. <laughs> right. if, I mean, I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but there are reputable hookers out there. And we'll talk about that later. 100%. But, yeah. Well, and, you know, okay. Like, you're looking at a, 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 um, a sex worker who, because let's face it, like, prostitute, um, hooker, like, those are not good terms and i think that we should stay away from them i think we should that's fair. maybe kind of keep the sex worker um, so some retired nomenclature if you will yeah exactly um so you know you have a sex worker who she's not hooked on drugs she's not you know she's classy she's doing a guy in a limousine and, and she's yeah doing and a bunch of make money that's all exactly and a bunch of kids show up and they dump a bunch of change and they're like let me see your boobs yeah like she's gonna be like fuck off, kid. You're 10. Like, that's not okay. Like, this is morally reprehensible. Like, this is something that happens between consenting adults. So let's get more into personal details, and we'll do me first this time, and we'll go to you. Talk about our first actual crush. Somewhat like you've had feelings for a particular person. Um, Mine was in first grade. There was this little girl. Her name was Samantha. And I thought Samantha was the bee's knees. Like, uh, do you, you remember those little, they still have them, but the, the, uh, the capsule toys, you'd go and you would uh, put 50 cents in or a quarter, you'd spin the thing and the little capsule would come out with a piece of plastic, oh my God, piece of plastic toy. Addicted those? to those. So they had one that was, uh, little rings 
at the uh-huh. gas station in my hometown, and I would go. I bought like three of those and gave them to her. I'm like Samantha. These are for you. They're rings. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was horrid. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so that embarrassing is amazing. Now. So go ahead. Let's see your your first crush story. Um. Well, okay. So my first crush wasn't on like a person that I could talk to because it was on a celebrity. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It was the singer from Radiohead. Ooh, Tom. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Yeah. Uh, well, then it, okay. So a little personal behind the scenes information on 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 Sarah. Sh- she loves the Brits. That's fair. So <laughs> we're just gonna go there. I can see it yeah, now. I, I forgot who you are. Weakness for accents. I have a weakness for accents. I can't help it. See now, my celebrity crush was Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years. I think everyone my age had a thing for her. Ah. She just had a big eye thing going. I mean, I don't have like anything she, against it. She was and is still beautiful. <laughs> that no. Well, and she's like she's brilliant. She is. She is. You know, like she's got like what is she the doctorates or something. She's amazing. So, like the first real person you would have crushed on. Do you ever still think back on them and wish you could have done it better? Because I don't. Because it was it was first grade. I could not have been smoother. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I don't worry I mean, what she thinks of sounds- me now. That sounds pretty smooth. I mean, if if a guy had brought me three quarter machine rings in the first grade, like we'd be married now. I mean, that's it. That that would be the end of the story. Um, no, I think probably my first real person crush um, was unrequited, and um, no, he's no not someone that comes mm, to my mind very often. Yeah. I- no, That's not fair. at all. <laughs> so from the first I mean, he crush, was great in English class, but you know. So from the first crush to the first kiss, yeah. does that moment stick out in your mind? That one does, only because that was also the first time the police were called to my parents' house. <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> um. So it was my friend's brother, and we were all hanging out, and somebody else showed up and he had like a weapon on him and somebody called the police and there was a thing. And so my dad came and got me. And then somebody said that I had the weapon. Like, like I took it to hide it for this guy, which I didn't. Um, and so the police wound up coming to my house to get my statement and to see if I had the weapon. And I'm like, no, I don't even know the guy. Like I left, like I freaked out and left as soon as he showed up. And so that was cool. this guy? No, no, no. I kissed I'm, my I'm, friend's I'm brother. Lost. The guy with the weapon was a different guy. Oh, okay. That's up, Scott. So uh, let, me, let me explain mine. Um, <laughs> so in the, where I was growing up, they had a very, very nice rec center. It had a pool and a basketball court. And for kids that aged out of daycare, you just dumped your kid there. Like here, go to the rec center. It was $3 was a like day. like Kind of. And yeah. you'd go hang out. You'd shoot hoops. Mm-hmm. You'd swim. And you'd do whatever. And uh, there was a girl who I, for a couple years, called my summer girlfriend because I was there every day during the summer <laughs> with her. And she asked me if I wanted to go outside the rec center and make out. And I'm like, nice. uh, yeah. <laughs> so we went outside the rec center and had some very sloppy, unorganized kissing that was, oh God. looking back, much less than desirable. <laughs> okay, so hang on, question. So the first time, so your first kiss, Yes. did you know there was supposed to be tongue? Yes, yes. Okay. I, I was that educate because at this point I'd I'd seen enough kissing in real people and again on TV. I think TV pretty, sure. pretty well for kissing. I think kissing is okay on TV. Sex on TV and movies is terrible. 
I think yeah. kissing is is pretty is pretty pretty good on movies and TV. Mm, I don't know. What I wasn't prepared for was when she bit my lip. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Whoa! Hang on, slow <laughs> down, summer girlfriend. No, I'm like uh, okay. I knew there was supposed to be tongue. Mm-hmm. He didn't. So <laughs> we start to kiss, and I'm just like gonna dive right in. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen this. This is great. I can be a pro. Like go confident or go home. Um, and he was like, oh. And I'm like, what do you mean, oh? And he's like, was that your tongue? And I'm like, yeah, that was my, like, what? What do you think French kissing is, you loser? Right. I mean, he did okay, like, after that. So, then the next biggest step from that first kiss is that first time. <laughs> okay. And... So, I need to know, uh-huh. I need to know, was your first time her first time? Yes. See, that is so sweet. And you know the even better part of that story? Yeah. It was Summer Girlfriend. It was Summer Girlfriend? Oh, my gosh. Did she bite your lip again? Was that did uh, it? Did she it for bit, you? Uh, she bit other things. but. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened wow. was, okay, so this was actually two years later, and she was okay. still Summer Girlfriend over those two summers. But and not- all spring or winter girlfriend. No, we did not go to the same okay. schools. We did not really talk to each other because this is back before, you know, text messaging and before Facebook Messenger and all that stuff. You, you sure. only talk to someone by calling them and I wasn't going to, we didn't talk on the phone back then. That's but anyway, every summer we'd, we would hang out and hook up all day long. And one day she <laughs> just said, hey, would you like to go have sex? <laughs> and I look at her and I'm like, you don't wow. have to ever ask me that. <laughs> tell me what Uh, we're gonna do yeah so this time we went into the handicapped bathroom of the rec center oh my gosh and proceeded to have some extremely awkward disappointing sex that is hilarious but hey at least i got it done (laughs) i I was a very happy did i mean that's what's important i was a very happy 14 year old (laughs) <laughs> all right so let's hear yours let's hear your first time encounter was it planned or was it something that just kind of spurred the moment um it was kind of a mixture of both so okay. i had a friend and we hung out a lot and but it wasn't like it was platonic i kind of had a crush on him who's a little bit older uh, i was 14 mm-hmm. and he was in a band because you know like you do mm-hmm. and he had a girlfriend and she didn't go to a show that night so after the show that night, we were all hanging out and he was like, man, you know, I'm all like amped up from the show and I'm mad at my girlfriend. So I think we're going to break up because she didn't come to my show and support me. And I'm like, well, I'm here. And he's like, yeah, but like, I'm like, I'm like ready to have sex. Like I'm like all amped up from the show and I'm like, well, have sex with me. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I got to lose it sometime. Let's do it. So, <laughs> so we did. So like. We went back to his house and had sex, and it was not awesome. I mean, it was just not spectacular, I guess. Was it because you didn't know what you were doing, or he didn't know what he was doing, or both? No, I think it was just because... No woman's first time is ever really that great. (laughs) No, I think it was a little bit of... um, There was no, like, well, first off, there was no foreplay. Like, no. It's terrible. <laughs> so needless to say, it didn't live up to the hype. 
It was one of those things you just did no, to get it over with. No. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm like, I just I just wanted to do it to have it done, mm. like get it out of the way. Um, what did you And the what funny did you... thing was, it was like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. It was probably, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe. I mean, so at least 15 years after the fact. Um, or no, Well, not quite 15. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, it was a significant amount of time after the fact that I finally told him that that was my first time and he felt so bad. <laughs> and then I felt guilty because I'm like, well, maybe I should have told him. Yeah. Um, so what did <laughs> you like, think well, you knew? I would have tried harder. Yeah. What did you think you knew that you had no idea about? Um, like as far as sex goes? Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Like that experience. Um, what did you think that you had down pat that just was not something you knew? Well, um, okay, well, for I, I had no idea how, like, feminine dryness worked or, like, like moisture. Like, I had no idea that the vagina was going to get, like, wet, like, uh-huh. really wet. Um, and, of course, it didn't because there wasn't a lot of foreplay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm used to watching porns and there's just lube everywhere and <laughs> things are slipping and sliding and it's wet and it's moist and there's liquid. And I'm like, no, this is going to be great. Like, this is exactly how this is going to go. And um, it did not go <laughs> like that said, at all. Aside <laughs> from being in a rec center bathroom, uh, <laughs> what really bothered me was like, I knew the mechanics of it. You know, like insert, you know, rod A into slot B mm-hmm. and thrust. That's, but I just did that. I just stood there and grinded away on this poor girl for 20 minutes <laughs> to like, am I doing okay, this Okay, now right? hold on. Yeah. No, hang on. I just, I have to point out mm-hmm. that for us, I mean, at least many of us that's the best part like the in and out that's that's for you you're just masturbating with my vagina yes at that point like the grinding that's mm. what i want well when i said grinding i was just like you know you know da-da-da. but like okay i get it i get yeah, it uh, unlike your case i did do the foreplay there was some digit play and some brief oral before the actual event so i mean there's sure. that at least um do you ever wish that you had given them another go? Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't suck at this. <laughs> no, because I didn't think that I did suck. Mm. I mean, like in my mind, you know, it just, it happened. It was like friend doing me a favor. Yeah. So no, no I mean, not really. I, I lamented the fact that we never had, we slept together a few times that summer and it was always progressively, it got better from horrible to mediocre. But then uh, about <laughs> 10 years later, so in our early 20s, we hooked up one last time and it was fucking mind-blowing. So I'm like, nice. yes, I can show you that I am good at this. <laughs> I almost burst into song and mm-hmm. I promise I will try my best never to do that on air. <laughs> mm. Now, are you are you guys still in contact? Um, No, no. I, we're not even on um, – we're not even on Facebook anymore. Oh. Our political views are very different. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh. <laughs> People change as they grow older. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for you, actually. Yes. Because this was something that was big for me. And oh. I know that a lot of girls, especially um, women, and I know guys have to go through this, too. And I think there's a lot to say about the whole machismo and, mm-hmm. um, you know, men aren't allowed 
to be insecure, but mm-hmm. I was incredibly insecure about my body going into um, it, going into my first time. Um, so like what, like, did you have any issues with that? No. No. Um, it had nothing to do with machismo. It was, we went to a rec center every day. I was working out every day. I was in the best shape I was ever going to be in. I was ripped. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I, mean, I was a cocky little fuck. Like, like, doing that. yeah, it's like, well, and I guess also at a rec center, like you're running around half naked anyway. So mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. pretty much seen it all. Well, like, yeah. okay. So what about like, like the size of your dick? Like, were you not worried that she was no, going to not be okay not, with it? No, not at all. Because like, Correct me if I'm wrong, and you're a woman, so you know these things. Size is important, but it's not as important as skill. Size matters. Size matters. I mean, of course it does. It does. <laughs> of course it does. No one's saying it doesn't. But skill mm-hmm. is equally as important, if not more important, than size. Yeah, from no, what I've absolutely. been told anyway. Yeah, I mean, because you can have like a Pringles can, and you can still suck. the most perfect yeah. shaped, sized cock in the world, and if you don't know what to do with it, it's like. Yeah, <laughs> it's no so good. So here's 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 the next happen. important question about your first time. Were you safe? Yes. Good for you. So was I, because yeah. like a like a good little '90s kid, I always had condoms on me, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. You never know. So that was that was a little bit more of a trial for us. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't, so we had to get them. Oh, um, okay. But I was well, he had his own place, so he was probably considerably older than you, wasn't he? No, he didn't have his own place. Oh, he went to his place, which his parents' house, I assume? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, his parents' house. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just had his, like, own entrance, his bedroom, and it was late, so the parents so, were asleep, and, like, were very quiet. What, if anything, would you have changed about that whole situation? Um, I don't think I would have been, I wouldn't have been so eager, I think, just mm. to, to get it done. I would have waited. Okay. Not out of... Not out of like morality or anything, just because it would have been nice for it to have been better. Like I would love for it to be a better story than yeah, like uh, I hooked uh, up with a guy after a concert just like for because. the sole purpose of losing my virginity. You know, I know a lot of people that do that. They just hook up with someone to get it over with. Right. Well, and because that... I guess in my head, it got it out of the way. So then it wasn't going to be you know, the elephant in the room anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and trust because me, yeah. I was already sex, you know, like sexually thoughtful, you know, it was already in my head. I already had the intent. I'm, um, I'm assuming you were I masturbating already, long before you had sex. Yes. Um, but okay. <laughs> something that I think we also need to talk about in future episodes, I was not masturbating correctly. True. As long as you're not <laughs> doing harm to yourself. Because there are, there, I know people that have done it the wrong way and done damage to themselves. And that, trust me, future episode, just like adult virginity we're going to cover in a future episode. Yes. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. It is absolutely possible to hurt yourself if you're mm-hmm. not doing it right. And we live in a society where, especially for, um, you know, for young teenagers who are discovering themselves, it's like, you know, oh, don't do that. It's disgusting. Like, you're going to wet the bed or you're going to whatever. Um, you know, it's so frowned upon that, you know, they hide it, you know, it's hidden and kids are going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're going to find a way. So then you wind oh, up having yeah. kids, mas- you know, like boys masturbating with lotion and coming into socks and then they have like 
crunchy socks all over their rooms or whatever. We'll save that for the episode about that. But that sounds like a topic we really need to get into. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but, oh, I have a lot you know, of feelings about this. Oh, trust me. Trust me. That's why. You know, so a little bit more bio on us. The reason we decided to do this show is because for a, for two people that have never slept together or even kissed or anything, we talk about sex a fucking lot, don't we, girl? We do. We do. <laughs> Well, okay, because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I get really, like, really viscerally angry mm-hmm. when I hear misinformation. Yeah, me too. Um, and there's only only so many people that I'm willing to talk about this stuff with, and you happen to be one of them. So we right. decided, hey, let's put this on same. tape. Well, actually not same, because I will talk about sex with anyone who will listen to me. I- there's Yeah, <laughs> there's certain people I will not have that conversation with. Like people that are hardcore religious, I don't want to have that conversation with you. Don't tell me that I'm wrong or bad. Also, a future episode topic. Look out for that one. But anyway, getting um, back into our first times type of conversation. Look so, at you staying on subject. I am a I am nothing if not thorough. So anyway, every first time me. after. Like hey, I think I still I still want to go back to insecurities. I think that this is a very important subject. Okay. Fine, we'll, 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 that, we'll hold off on that like, first time okay. after for just now. Go ahead. So just because you didn't have any insecurities, I think that that's something important to touch on. See, here's the thing. I know for a fact that she did. And okay. I did I, I did my best to comfort those. I said, sure. hey, you, you look great. Um, is, are, you, are you comfortable? Are you okay with this? I was very aware of consent even back then. It's like, are you okay with this? I continue to check. I'm like, are you, are you mm-hmm. okay? Does this feel good? Should I go faster, slower? Should I stop? You know, I'm yeah. not saying that I'm not saying that I'm the best guy in the world, but I like to think of myself as someone that cares about my partner. Yeah. I don't think anyone would my, call uh, me as you know. <laughs> my selfish insecurities or were a lot more shallow than that, <laughs> and now I feel bad. <laughs> you n- never feel bad about that because the human body and how people feel. That's an individual thing. I'm guessing you just had body insecurities. Like, I don't look good enough for this. Well, some of it was body insecurities. And then some of it was because, you know, like, I was a 14-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. Well, and I was a 14-year-old girl who came from a lower-income family. So I wasn't out, you know, at the mall shopping for, like, the cute underpants Mm -hmm. um, and the cute bras. So I had, you know, the very basic, you know... Ugly white Hanes underpants okay, but, and like let, ugly white bra. Let's talk about and that. And here I am, like, let's keep the lights off. Like, don't look at me. Yeah. I'm gonna get undressed over here. Like, don't look at what I'm wearing. <laughs> so there's always been this this little joke that if a woman is wearing sexy underwear when you guys have sex, that having sex was not your idea, it was hers. Is there truth in that? Like, do you prep for a date or whatever <laughs> an event that you know you're gonna have sex on? Oh, fucking yes. Like okay. 100%. That's um, fair. And I think that that kind of bleeds into the next thing that we want to talk about, which would be mm-hmm. like every first time after. So every time you have sex with a new partner. Um, the first time is always time you remember. Because you might remember the, the 18th time you had sex with a partner. But you remember the first time. Oh, absolutely. And that first time, you know, that's going to be the time that – Like, everything's getting shaved. Mm -hmm. Like, everything. Like, I am epilating. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm going to, like, I'm going to get a pedicure. I'm going to wear the cute underpants that I have never worn before. I am packing baby wipes 
in my purse. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm packing a toothbrush and floss. You know, my hair is going to be just right. Like everything's going to be perfect because like, this is going to be the night, like no holds barred. I don't want to have anything, um, making me insecure and making me not enjoy this first time. Were you ever able to let go of those insecurities that you had, or do you still have them to this day? It depends. So, um, with my partner now, no, absolutely not. I'm just like, I walk in, I've got my holy granny panties on and I'm just like, whatever, get in bed. Like just, we're fucking. Yeah. I mean, I fully admit that I'm not in the same shape I was in rec center days. Obviously I'm older now, but, uh, I, sure, don't know. I mean, sure. yeah. Um, I have some, oh, like I am way fatter. Than I, was when I, was I, I do have some insecurities, but I don't really think that many. Yeah. I, my boobs I, are I, way better now. I just want to point out. Like, I feel that needs to be said. Like my boobs are way better than I was at fourteen. So I know that you've been partnered for a, a while now. Uh huh. When did you first let, you know, like other than vanilla sex come out? When 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 did your freak flag fly, for example, or stead? Is it you guys still have <laughs> vanilla sex? I don't know. In um, a relationship, when is too soon? Can you can you be freaky that first time? So I think, all right. So my opinion on this has changed mm-hmm. when I was younger and when I first, uh, got together with my partner, I was very like, you know, the first time you, you ease into it, you know, you do the vanilla thing, you do the romantic thing. Um, you know, that's how you need to do it. Like get to know each other first and then you can kind of get into the freaky stuff. But anymore like if I were starting over with a new sexual partner like I'm going right to it I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna like come in with a list and be like look this is what I like like get on it this is what I want Mm -hmm. and and I'm not saying that vanilla is bad or that I don't want it there's there's times vanilla is wonderful to be I I think if if that's who you are and that's what you want I don't think that it's ever too early to let it fly because otherwise you're giving your partner the wrong impression of mm-hmm. who you are and what you like. And it's not to say that you can't grow in a relationship. You can't decide a year or so in that you want to try something, but you, 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 can, also, you can also decide that first night. Like I kind of play the room for a lack of a better term. When I'm with a partner for the first time, I might try something a little, maybe left of center. And if they dig it, I'll go on from there. But sure. Yeah, I never, I never, like I said, I never push the issue. I want people to feel comfortable. But you know, along those lines, how, let's let's balance with each other. How many one night stands do you have in your repertoire? Do you want to know? Well, I mean, <laughs> do you do you know the number, or is it a lot? Uh, I don't know the actual mm-hmm. number. If I'm going to be completely honest, mm-hmm. um, I, it's a lot. It's a lot too here. And do you think those were because you just weren't compatible or it was just, I just want to fuck this person and leave? Or is no, it? No, that dependent? was 100% it. No, it was, it was 100%. Um, I'm in a situation with a person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a relation, uh, in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship with this person, but I want to fuck them. Mm-hmm. Just because. And right. Well, you know, I mean, whatever reason, you know, it was a mutual attraction. It was, you know, we were at a wedding and everybody was in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever the situation was. And I never go into it without the other person being aware that that's what it is. Like, I never really, make that, promises. That really I'm never awesome like, 
I wish more people would do yeah. that. Because more people do not be honest and frank. Like, look, this is what this is. This is sex. Could be one time, could be ten times, who knows. But Sure. So yeah. Did you, ever, did, did you ever have a fallback? Like somebody that you would bang when you were single? Um... I had plenty of those two in my life, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I had one person for a short while. Um, but no, I mean, not really. I guess. Okay. Well, That's okay. Fair. So for the majority of my life, mm-hmm. um, I've had a partner. So I've had like You've fragments not been single, of single. time. Right. I haven't been single, single in a long time. Mm-hmm. I've had fragments of time between long-term partners so there has never really been a long stretch of time where i've needed a fallback do you ever wish you were single for any certain period of time or are you happy with being partnered for as long as you were um so i'm kind of in that age right now where a lot of my friends are i mean we're pretty much all settled down mm-hmm. uh everyone you know getting married and having kids or are married and having kids or on the other hand they're getting divorced and now they're kind of going back out and doing the single thing. And I'm kind of looking at some of it and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Like, I, I could kind of do that. Like, that would be kind of fun. Uh, but, you know, do I wish that I was single? I don't know. I mean, I mean I, uh, yeah, I'm doing the single thing right now. and um, I like the support. Yeah. I, I, I won't lie. Yeah. I, I'm not really digging the whole empty bed thing. But. Uh, oh, no. I like, yeah. I would 100% sleep in a separate bed all yeah. the time. I'm a yeah. bad hog. I also uh, don't want to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. You know, I'm I'm too old to be playing games at this point, unless they're, you know, the fun games that we all like to play in the bedroom. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I have a question for you. Okay, so one night stands. Mm-hmm. Have this. Um, Connotation. Like, society. Yeah, society views them as, uh, views them as something that's dirty for girls. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like a sign of manliness for guys. For a man, the amount of and hold on, I, and, I, and I do just want to say this. Hold mm-hmm. on, I just want to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Um, for all of our non-binaries. Yes. Um, when I say girls and guys, I'm including anyone who identifies as a girl in the girls and anyone who identifies as a guy in the guys. Trans men are men, trans no. women are women. I'm just going to say that. So. Exactly. So I just want to throw that out there. And if you don't identify as either, if you, if, whichever yeah, if way if, you want yeah. to go with this. If you're genderqueer, <laughs> I support you fully. 100%. You do what you do. Make yourself happy. Nobody else needs to worry about yeah. it. 100%. But that's what I'm Yeah. So it, it's sort of this rite of passage. Like guys are going to go out and have one night stands and notches on the headboard and all mm-hmm. that. You know, but when women go out and do it, it's, you know, it's trashy. Like, like, okay, so when I tell, okay, you are correct completely. And it's unfortunate because when I tell men how many women I've slept with, I get high fives and like, yeah, dude. When I tell a woman how many people I slept with, she is a bit apprehensive, if not some, sometimes, not always. And on the flip side of that, I've seen women who have been with as many men as I've been with women that have have multiple, multiple, multiple sexual partners and have men kind of creep out a little bit. Like, oh, really? Oh, that's... 100%. And that's just not okay. Like if, yeah. If and you, if, yeah. So if you, yeah, if you're I'm a sexually liberated safe. woman, yeah. I'm very safe 
in my sex practices. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime I've had multiple partners, I get tested. Mm-hmm. Um, I use protection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, you know, I try to know the person that I'm yeah. sleeping with. I mean, you know, randos, random hookups <laughs> in the bar. Yeah. I mean, you can't do a whole lot of vetting there, but. Uh, I, um, I would never be intimidated or skeeved by a woman that had more sexual partners than me. Right. Unfortunately, we're in the minority. I think most yeah. people would be. And I think that's sad. It is. And I also think that that breeds um, sort of this idea that we as women have to lie. Yes, or, the, 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 the dividing know, rule. Yeah, or, or flub, you know, fib about how many partners we've been with or be like, okay, well, like, do blowjobs really count? Like, well, I didn't get off, so I'm not going to count that one. You know, I don't remember his name, so we're just going to write that one off. Okay, so this is a, a quick little virgin story. One of my friends, okay. this popped in my head when you talked about that. Uh, she had an accident that ruptured her hymen when she was uh, oh. 11 or so. Okay. She, 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 not, I mean, hymens yeah. are often ruptured before. They're not steel, to tell you that. Yeah. And the guy that she actually lost her virginity to was super pissed because she, he thought she was lying to him. Nice. It's like, come on, dude. You've known her for as long as I have. You know the story here. So why you gotta be a dick about it? I busted mine playing kickball. There you go. Yeah. Did you know what it was? The, uh, well, I was in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. and it happened, and I kind of mm. had a cramp, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is it! I'm a woman. I'm starting my period." <laughs> and I like ran out of gym class to the bathroom, to mm. the toilet. And I was like, there were like three drops of blood. And I'm like, holla fucking Luya. I am like, that is it. Like, I'm having my period. Everything is the, over. The, I'm no the longer gates a child. Open. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I oh. I called my mom from the nurse's office and I came home and she had like flowers and maxi pads and like this whole thing. And nope, it was not my period. I busted my hymen playing kickball. Oh. <laughs> That's it. So I guess there's probably would, I guess, again, the guy that you slept with wouldn't have known either. There was no, uh, yeah, none, of that stero- none of that stereotypical blood that we always hear about. Right. All right so do again, have- often doesn't happen because, True. especially if you're an active child, um, preteen, mm-hmm. I mean, anything that you're doing that's that stretching, bending, mm-hmm. you're, I mean, it's, it's a very thin piece of tissue. Yes. I will say summer girlfriend, it was a bloody mess. Unfortunately, was it? Oh, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just depends. I mean, every body is different, and that's another thing that I'm really going to press home. Every, um, every episode, I think every single body is different. Every human body is different. So yeah, so before what, we, yeah, yeah, the sexual misconceptions we talked about earlier—that would be one of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. What what, and what feels good to one woman is not going to feel good to all women. What feels good to one man is not going to feel good to all men. I mean, every penis isn't the same. Every vagina isn't the same. Let's not exactly. act like they are. Well, exactly. And, you know, and, and I guess you could even apply the same mindset to multiple partners. Mm-hmm. You know, some people aren't going to be okay with it. And I don't know. No, I'm trying to defend it, and it's just not defensible. Yeah, never force, <laughs> never force anyone into a situation they don't want to be in, right? Yeah. No, agreed. 
Okay. So do you have any closing remarks before we throw out our socials and all that? Um, no, I mean, thank you for joining us and, yeah. you know, and, uh, we're going to have a, a whole litany of shows coming up. Uh, we don't know what a release was going to be like. We're going to try and get out as we're often as possible. Every other week, every yeah, bi-weekly. So. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, uh, the mm -hmm. LGBT community. We're going to talk about sexual abuse. We're going to talk about adult virginity. We're going to cover so oh many gosh, things yeah. in the world of sex and relationships. And, we are uh, going to talk about penises and vagina. Oh, we so, are? Great. Vaginas. And when yes. I say vaginas, I mean the vagina, I mean the labia and the vulva, all of it, and the clitoris. What's because that? Because all the bits on the outside are not the goddamn vagina. Hey, hey, what's this, right. what, is, what is this clitoris? I've never heard of it before. <laughs> I've never heard of this thing before. Is this something new? It's this little, it's this, it's this thing, and we're going to discuss it in depth and how to find it, because everybody uh, needs to know, men and women, this is all true. of us, this we is all true. need to know, we all need to know where the clitoris is. As I said, so keep an eye out for us. We're going to be on all of the podcast platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, hopefully Spotify and Stitcher if they approve us. But okay. if you if you would like to give us your thoughts on the show or suggest a topic, you can get a hold of us via our email. Which is yes, Seth please. and Sarah Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. That's Seth and Sarah Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram at in the sack pod. That's Twitter and Instagram at in the sack pod. And our Facebook, just search for in the sack with Seth and Sarah. And like I said, this is going to be a great journey. We, I can't wait for all of you to come along with Sarah and I. And I hope we can educate people to the best of our abilities because, like I said, we're not doctors. But well, we've done a thing or two and seen a thing or two. <laughs> We're on the block a time or two. And you know, and oh. here's the thing. We have resources. And yes. we have resources that are not always available to the general public being in the healthcare field. So if you have questions, like Seth said, you know, send it to us and we can look shit up. Like yes, I we, love we, researching. I, can... I love getting questions yeah. that I've never had before. If we don't know the answer, we will do our best to find it because we know doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing yeah like we know doctors like just yeah. because we're not doctors doesn't mean we don't know doctors it doesn't mean i don't see several of them a day <laughs> yes so until next time we, ho Wait, we hope you hold all on. what hold on what Wait. so what? we have we have to thank somebody our lovely producer yes franklin. das tanken thank you franklin <laughs> you're and welcome then, and then also uh we need to thank our friend brad arl the talented musician um, for his contribution, a.k.a. the music, uh, Spanish, I know, no bueno. Uh, I so I can't, I can't say the title of the song, but our title music uh, by the Mr. Brad Arl. So please check him out. He's amazing. Um, he gave us link all his, and all his I don't know where it is. And so stuff we'll, in the yeah. uh, in the show notes in the description. Yes, that's probably best. You can find him there. Thank you, Bradley. <laughs> Thank you, Bradley. Uh, and then hopefully soon we're going to have some actual cover art. Yes. Maybe, maybe by the time the show drops, we'll have some nice cover art. Who knows how long it'll take to edit and get out, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. No. So <laughs> until next time. Uh, and again, don't be dicks. Yeah. You know, message us. And, yeah, in, in, the, in the words of the recently revived Bill and Ted, you know, be excellent to each other. Oh God! <laughs> what? We're we so are old. children. We are children of the '80s. We're allowed to say that, okay? That is true. That is true. 
Uh, yes, be excellent to each other. Be nice to each other. Be kind. Um, you never know what somebody else is going through or what their history is. So just fucking love each other. In any way you see fit. <laughs> With their consent. With their consent, of course. Of course. <laughs> consent is sexy. Consent is the sexiest. All right. So until next time, again, thanks, everybody. Bye. Until we see you once again in the sack.